Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. This is Dr. Dan. My guest is Kevin Corbin. Kevin Corbin is running for the North Carolina House of Representatives in District 120, which has been held by Roger West for many years. Roger West has done an incredible job in in Raleigh uh, for us people here in western North Carolina. Uh, he's finally retiring, and uh, he himself has endorsed Kevin Corbin to be his replacement, and that's a very, very wise choice. And so here we're going to be discussing with Kevin Corbin uh, things about himself and about his plans for what he can do uh, in Raleigh for Western North Carolina. So, Kevin, I want to welcome you to Freedom Forum Radio. Dr. Dan, I appreciate the invitation and appreciate what you do there, and we're very glad to be here on the radio with you today. Well, Kevin, uh, let's start out with, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, well, I'm a native of Western North Carolina. Um, I've lived here my entire life. My family, uh, I'm actually uh, seventh generation uh, Western North Carolina. My family moved to uh, what is now Macon County uh, back in uh, 1832, and uh, I actually still live on the part of the same piece of property that my family settled back then. So my roots go pretty deep here, and uh, just just love the mountains and mountain people, and uh, looking forward to uh, representing them in Raleigh. Well, you know, when you have such a long family tradition, that means your roots go really deep in this area. And what that means to me, Kevin Corbin, is that you understand what people here are really all about. It is. And I, you know, I tell people, I don't mean this to be uh, a negative comment, but I have relatives buried here. Uh, and what that means is uh, that, uh, you know, we, you have that family history. You have family that has come before you and has worked and served in these communities uh, in western North Carolina uh, so it's a it's a heritage, and, and you're right. I care a lot about Western North Carolina and, and what happens to its people. Well, not only do you care about it, but because of that family history, the way you were raised, you were raised to understand what's important to the people of Western North Carolina. Absolutely. And uh, I got my education here. As far as my background, I, I went to, because uh, I'm from Franklin, from Macon County, and and went to went to Franklin High School, graduated there, and uh, went on to Appalachian State, which is uh, in Boone, North Carolina, and uh, got a, a double major there in business, uh, marketing and management. So my, my background is business, and uh, once I uh, got through with school, uh, came back to this area, 
and started uh, Corbin Insurance Agency. And we now have two two insurance agencies with three locations. We have a location in Franklin, one in Asheville, and one in Seneca, South Carolina. We service the upstate of South Carolina from there, but uh, and we employ uh, several people in, in both locations, so uh, our, our business is here as well. You know, I like the fact that you went to school locally, and you went to an excellent uh, university, Appalachian State, uh, has an excellent reputation for giving people an excellent education. And, of course, it's in one of the most lovely areas of, of western North Carolina. Um, so I'm not sure, I, I must ask you, I mean, what made you leave Boone to <laughs> come back to Franklin? It's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful place up there. Well, I, I told people I wanted to go to school down east. So I, I went to, I consider that the eastern part of the state in Boone. I'm, I'm just joking, of course. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful area, uh, the Boone, Blowing Rock area. And I, I lived up there for several years getting my education, but uh, uh, still go back from time to time, but decided to come back and make uh, make uh, Macon County my home. You know, growing up in this area, you must obviously you've done a lot of local service work and church work and yeah. volunteer work. That was part of growing up here, wasn't it? It was. Uh, you know, my family's always been involved in the community, uh, and you mentioned church. I, I attend Holly Springs Baptist Church. I'm actually the, the music director there, uh, another role that I, I play. Um, and that's the church that uh, my family actually helped found uh, the church back in 1914, and our family has been attending that church ever since. So I've been in, very involved in, uh, in that. In addition, uh, been very involved in... in uh, Local uh, volunteer work through the through the Rotary Club, been part of the Chamber of Commerce, served on the Chamber of Commerce board, and and uh, a lot of things like that through the years. So I've uh, been very involved with the community uh, growing up here. Well, you really hit on something that's very important because church is so ingrained in our community. Um, belief in God, belief in in, in Christ as our Savior, uh, and belonging to a church and working through the church. This is an important part of your background and what makes you up and, and formed you, isn't it? It is, and, and, and just full disclosure, uh, I'm unapologetic as, as a Christian. I believe that uh, uh, salvation comes to us through Jesus Christ and belief in Him, and that, that's my belief uh, system. Uh, I'm an uh, evangel- evangelical uh, Christian, uh, and with that said, I, I do respect um, other people of other beliefs. Um, you know, I, I believe strongly in the freedom of religion, uh, and I speak about this a lot, um, sometimes we as Christians uh, get that wrong. We think that our government is freedom from religion, and it's not at all. It's freedom of religion. We have fra- practice. We, we have the freedom um, to worship as we see fit, just as people of other beliefs do. If, if someone is, is a Muslim or Hindu or whatever their belief system uh, may be, um, I respect their right to that, even though I don't agree with it, and that's... Uh, that's the same with me. So, you know, we have the uh, just like the freedom of assembly, freedom, all those freedoms that we have. Uh, freedom of religion is extremely important to me, and I will always uh, defend that. Well, you know, the important thing about what you said, belief in Christ, being a Christian, it really forms your sense of morality, does it not, Kevin? It, it does. That, that was a point I was going to make. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, it does, even though I do respect people who believe differently than me, uh, folks need to understand that that, that belief system uh, affects the way I make decisions, the way I uh, treat other people, and those kind of things. It, uh, it, it 
that's the most important thing in my life. So it, it drives my decision-making process. That's exactly right. We're speaking with Kevin Corbin, a candidate for the North Carolina House in District 120. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you here today, and we're discussing his background, his belief system, and how he got to be the man that he is today. And you've mentioned church and community. Really, when when you look at what your family went through over the 100, actually almost 200 years living in Macon County. Yes, sir. The church and the community, those two, those two forces together is what were responsible for making people what they were. It was responsible for life in its entirety, and that's the tradition from which you come. It, it absolutely is, it, uh, and it, that affects every walk of your life, if that's, if that's first and foremost. Uh, you know, you put, uh, and my belief system is this, you put God first, you put your family second, and you put everything else third. And, and if you do that, then you have things in proper perspective. And, and I put even this house seat uh, comes, would, would come below uh, my service to God and my service to my family. Those two things have got to be first. Right. But the point, Kevin, again, is that because of your beliefs, because of your strong beliefs in God and in the community and in family, that's what allow, that is the foundation from which you can then make decisions that are ethical, that are moral, and you, you have that basis from which to live your life. That, that is that so is incredibly important, and it's so important for elected officials because you know as well as I do, we have so many elected officials that have no foundation at all. Right. They believe in government as God uh, and not in people the worth of people, but they only believe in the worth of government. Yeah, and that that is not correct. That's uh, that's you're getting everything messed up when you start down that road. So uh, yeah, I strongly uh, believe in the opposite. You got to put uh, again God first, family second, and everything else comes first and it comes after that. And if you uh, if you do it that way, then I think you keep things in proper perspective. Now, Kevin, you've been elected before. You've been part of government before. What was your earliest government uh, service? When when I was 22, um, I had just graduated from Appalachian State and had moved back and just had started my insurance business. And uh, a friend of mine who was a, a pharmacist, uh, Larry Clore was is his name. He, he had a pharmacy across the street. He was uh, on the school board at the time. And he mentioned to me, he said, hey, uh, you just come back to the community. Why don't you run for the school board? I said, okay, so what does the school board do? And he explained to me the school board basically was a governing body for the local school system, set the budget, did all these things. And so I developed an interest in that. And I ran for the school board um, that fall as a 22-year-old and uh, was elected to my first term and went on to serve five terms on the school board, um, served 16 years as chairman of that board. I became chairman at, uh, I think it was 20 seven or 28 years old and i served as chairman the rest of my uh, tenure on the school board as uh, as part of that um we developed a long-range plan we had uh, like a lot of western north carolina we had aging schools we had schools that were um, primarily built in the 1930s 40s and 50s that were uh, you know 50 60 70 years old and they were uh, inadequate uh, classroom sizes, inadequate technology. So we had a pretty daunting task. And, and so in uh, back in 1998, 
I, along with my fellow school board members, developed a, a long-range plan to replace those schools. And I'll have to give a plug out for um, Senator Jim Davis. Uh, Jim's our, uh, our uh, North Carolina senator from this district. And Jim Davis was a county commissioner then. And, and Jim Davis and I sat down along with the other county commissioners and formed a, uh, this long-range plan where we weren't going to spend all the money at one time and, and uh, you know, bankrupt the county. We'd do this over a period of time. We'd pay as we go. And so we'd, we started that uh, long-range plan in 1998, and we systematically replaced our aging schools with new schools. We finished the last school two years ago. Um, so now Macon County has all new state-of-the-art uh, schools, and at the same time we're reducing our debt. Um, you know, I'm not a big believer in, in debt, and uh, so it, it's sometimes a necessary evil in our personal lives and in government. But unlike the federal government, uh, I think you need to be able to pay your bills and not uh, live. You can't you can't live on borrowed money. So what we did is is did this over a period of time uh, with low interest loans. We got grant money and those kind of things as we went along. And now we're reducing our debt. When I came on as a county commissioner and in, in finishing this uh, this long range plan. Um, we had about, in Macon County, we had about $60 million in debt, and today we have $39 million in debt. We've paid it down. We've done that by paying off loans. We have reduced our interest rates from, uh, we, we were in the 4 to 5%. We've reduced those interest rates to the 2% um, by negotiating with banks, and that's something we've been able to do as, as a, a county commission board. So uh, that, that, was, that was probably uh, the biggest thing I did is, uh, on the school board was uh, start that long-range plan to replace our old schools, which we now have done. You know, Kevin, that is such an important thing. That You know, you say you spent tw- basically 20 years on the school board. I did, yes. And how, I know that you understand this. I, I don't think it's, imp- I think it's important to say it. Education, one of the greatest gifts you can give to your children of your county Absolutely. and the children of your district is a quality education. And that's the kind of experience that you bring to this race. I'm talking with Kevin Corbin, uh, a uh, candidate for the North Carolina House from District 120, uh, replacing Roger West. Uh, So to me, those 20 years you spent on the school board are obviously something that I would look to in choosing someone to represent me in Raleigh. Well, and that's a good point. I've I've had an opportunity to go um to Raleigh uh, a couple of times in the past month. One time I went down and met with the Republican uh, caucus and had uh, had uh, a really nice meeting with them. I got to know uh, uh, Speaker of the House Tim Moore pretty well. Uh, Roger gave us a, a great introduction. He and I have uh, developed a great relationship and actually went out to dinner when I was down there three weeks ago. Met him again uh, two days ago when I was down there. And he's already asked me to serve on the, uh, if, if elected, I'm not being presumptuous, but uh, if I'm elected, uh, he has promised to put me on the uh, education committee for the legislature and also the le- local government, uh, and I've agreed to do that. And so if elected, uh, I will be serving on those committees and, and, uh, and will be serving public education from the legislature. So I'm looking forward to that. I probably would go into that uh, having as much or more experience uh, as anybody down there in education. You've had other accomplishments, uh, other elected office uh Tell me about that. I did. Uh, back in, uh, and if you do the math, I, I finished up my school board term, my last term in 2006. And I told my wife at the time, you know, go back to the God family being first. 
our, our son was playing college football. Our daughter was a cheerleader in high school, and I told her I'm not going to run for re-election. I'm not going to run for anything. Pretty much told her I was done with politics, and you know I sort of laugh now because that didn't didn't happen. But so I got out. I didn't didn't run for re-election. So then in 2010, um, Senator Jim Davis, I mentioned a moment ago, he came to me along with uh, Bob Carpenter. You remember Bob? Bob served many years as a state senator. And they, Jim had, had expressed an interest in running for the state senate. And he was midterm as a county commissioner. He was halfway through his four-year term. So he and Bob came to me and said, would you be willing to take his other two years and finish out his county commission term? If he was elected, and I agreed to do that, and Jim was elected to the Senate, and so I was appointed to serve his uh, last two years, which is 2010-2012. And then in 2012, um, I ran for re-election for the county commission and was re-elected. So now I'm serving, um, I'm the end of my sixth year now as a county commissioner, and my peers elected me as chairman of that board uh, four years ago, so I've served four years as chairman of the Macon County Board of Commissioners. As a county commissioner, of course, you, you run into a whole host of different problems because you're, you're dealing with a lot more than just the school board. What kind of issues did you have to handle over in Macon County? Well, the county commission is, is, is very broad. Um, we, we not only um, deal with the uh, education, the education budget, you're dealing with law enforcement, all the public safety issues, uh, the health department, uh, social services, all those things fall under the county commission. So, uh, yes, it was much broader. Uh, but, yeah, it's given me some great experience. And I have uh, uh, one of the struggles that I had in deciding to run for the North Carolina House was to give up my commissioner's seat because I really, really, truly enjoy being a county commissioner. You can make such a difference. Um, local government is the best government. It's the most effective government. It's the most efficient government, and I've enjoyed being a part of that. And as you say, the different aspects of being a county commissioner, um, it, it's, it's so much broader than being on the school board, but it, it's really given me a good education in how local government works. Now, you've had other accomplishments. I know you were appointed by the governor to the Rural Infrastructure Authority. Correct. Uh, governor Pat McCrory uh, called me about uh, two years ago, and to give you a little background, there was something in North Carolina called the Rural Center, and there was uh, the Rural Center was basically handled. Uh, there was an East Rural Center and a West Rural Center, and I'm not going to get into the politics of it because it really doesn't matter, but it, those, those, that structure was set up um, by a different political party and under different circumstances, so the governor and the legislature uh, felt like that needed to be changed, so they didn't want um, that to be a government entity of sorts. So they, they did away with it, um, and they put it under the Department of Commerce. So when they did that, rather than it be run by bureaucrats in Raleigh, they appointed a, a uh, uh, infrastructure authority to manage those funds. And what that is is, is money set aside by the legislature to go to rural counties, and uh, there's 80 rural counties in North Carolina, so it's, it's most of the 100 counties there's only 20 counties that aren't considered rural in North Carolina. So we, we, uh, we control the funding that goes to those counties. So the governor appointed me to that. Um, it's been two, I guess almost three years ago now. And we meet um, about every two months. And uh, I think we have, uh, we have given out uh, 
uh, somewhere between 60 and $70 million in grants to local businesses for um, things like building reuse. I know we've, we've done several grants in Murphy. Uh, we did a grant for Brasstown Beef that helped them uh, expand their operation. Uh, we gave uh, a, a significant grant to a uh, senior uh, assisted living home uh, in the Murphy area. Uh, again, Brasstown Beef, of course, is located in, in Clay Clay County and Macon County. Now they have an operation here. So that's what that does. It, it's given me a real insight into uh, into that area of state government and, and uh, helping local businesses uh, with matching grants. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Everything gonna be all right this morning. (laughs) 